Afternoon, Ross Bartley. I'm going to do 107.9 FM. We're on the World Wide Web, and you can listen to the show after one o'clock on Listen Again. I have a special guest in the studio. He's just come in, Brown Bear. I shall be chatting to him in about ten minutes. So he's going to talk to us about his upcoming gigs at Celtic Connections and anything else we can think of to talk about. Eh? <laughs> he's not got his mic on, so I can see it. <laughs> right. I'm going to start today with. Um, a, a Letter and a Blessing by Suli Day. This is from Kitchen Sink Dharma and I saw um, Bobby Motherwell in Edinburgh Fest uh, a couple of weeks ago playing with um, <laughs> Jill Jackson, Dean Owens and I've forgotten another guy's name. Who was it? Anyway, let's play this one and I'll remember in a minute. Wrote me a letter Said it might be better If we both looked the other way And her mother had said I should even return The compliments that once she paid And I've got my own feelings I need to hurt Cause you're not around to scorn And your letter lies torn On your crushed pillow On the bed where our lies were born don't think about me I'll be just alright I can see the day Some way away Where the future looks painfully bright Now I'm stuck between an improbable dream Where the plot repeats on a loop And the captain and me argue incessantly those to which lovers can stoop And I'm wearing your coat To cover layers of skin That thickened each day that we fought And now as you peel the layers away Do you see how easy we're bought But don't think about me I'll be just alright I can see the day some way away Where the future looks painfully bright So I'm driving With nowhere to go Seeing no one and nobody knows And I turn on the sounds And I'm Nashville blue bound And the blurring tears start to flow Bad things seldom come to an end and each pipe dream escapes round the bend And following keen on its coattails it seems Go the reasons you try to defend But don't think about me I'll be just alright I can see the day Some way away Where the future looks painfully bright I hope in your 
rush to leave you remember to take your keys The ones that you use to lock up those who refuse to bend Yes, to bend at me Well, if you ever imagine to call for whatever reason at all If I don't pick up, please don't give up I'll be counting my blessings, that's all Don't think about me I'll be just alright I can see the day Some way away Where the future looks painfully bright Don't think about me I'll be just alright I can see the day Some way away Where the future looks painfully bright That was um, Too Busy Talking here A letter and a blessing from Sule Day Who is Bobby Motherwell from the CD Kitchen Sink Dharma Now I'm going to see if my little trailer will play today On my Okay Okay Let's try it again Today, anyway, <laughs> let's play one by um, the Mona Lisa twins. Now, these, these are twins. Yeah, Mona and Lisa. They have a CD called the Mona Lisa Twins Club Duo Sessions, and they're actually doing a live on Facebook tonight at nine o'clock uh, British time. I'm not sure they still live in Liverpool. They did live in Liverpool. They come from Austria. And I'm going to play Pretty Flamingo, which is a Manfred Mann cover, which came out in 1966. And it was written by Mark Bargain. And here we go.
chest would Some sweet day I'll make her mine Pretty flamingo Every guy will envy me Cause paradise is where I'll be Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la Pretty Lisa Twins, Pretty Flamingo, originally written by Mark Bargain for uh, Manfred Mann. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to see if this is going to work today. I, something is wrong with our system. Anyway, never mind. I shall play... I'll play one from Andrew Newell now. This is Resilience by Andrew Newell, and I shall tell you all about this song once I have played it. and get it out of the CD box. This is Andrew Newell's from Resilience. I shall tell you all about this in a minute.
Marie, why don't you from Andrew Newell's Resilience and I kind of collaborated on that song he has credited me on the CD cover so because we started we were writing together and anyway anyway it's a long story anyway thank you Andrew for crediting me on that CD um, it's my husband's birthday today happy birthday Kenny you'll be listening in and I've just I meant to say that the Mona Lisa twins was for you because you're a big fan of them and I also want to say that um, Annie Nightingale died on Friday, age 83. Now, she was a pioneer for women in presenting on radio stations. Yes, she was the first one on the, um, the BBC um, very many years ago. And I think she's been the leading way for us women to do, be presenters. <laughs> so I also want to say hello to Brian O'Gorman from the Meet the Authors group, who I was um, chatting online with them yesterday. And Brian's taken over that page and I said he's posted about my show today and I said I would say hello to him and all the other authors who were chatting yesterday so it was good to speak to people from all over the world about our writing. So I'm going to play the new one, no I'm not, I'm going to play Lock Woman by Dave Arcari and then I'll be chatting to Brian Baird just after that. We are playing uh, games today on... Uh, right, we'll just speak to Brown Bear. <laughs> right, Matthew, do you want to pick up that mic there? Oh, yeah. That headphones? Absolutely. Yeah, can I hear you now? Hello. Hello. Can you I, hear me? I can hear you. Right, that's fine. Yeah, right. We've got, <laughs> we've got uh, Brown Bear here today. I'm delighted he's back. I think he's been here twice, but we're not quite sure he's been here once anyway. So he's going to be talking to me about his Celtic Connections gigs and we're going to play a couple of his songs. We're going to play one from Demons first um, and this is called Let Your Guard Down. Tell us a bit about this song, why you've picked it. Yeah, I think it, um, it was one of the lead tracks from the new record Demons um, and it's it's gone down really well. The, the kinda, the, I think with the whole album, 
it's funny is it's quite a personal thing when you're writing and then you just kind of hope people like it when it comes out and, and when it came out like the song really resonated with the audience and, and now when we're doing shows you know people are like screaming back the words and it's it's amazing and the whole album in, in, in general really was coming from a place where I was kind of a bit lost and it'd been locked down I was really emotionally reflective and I was yeah. just trying to be open and, and vulnerable and let myself kind of uh, feel things again and I guess this is a bit of what my ears are down about yeah. So we'll we'll listen to it then we can I see you hiding behind that smile. I got a feeling the world is letting you down. You put on your bravest face and you tell yourself it's over now. Busy chasing dreams You're trying to leave this life behind Spare some room for me I've been trying hard to get away from mine And it's okay To let your guard down Once in a while Once in a while It's okay to let your guard down I got a feeling you're still alive You've been around this world enough to know Love comes at a car Alone is where you're most at home Well, it's okay To let your guard down Once in a while Once in a while It's okay To let your guard down
So that was Brown Bear from a CD Demons. That was called Let Your Guard Down. And I've got Brown Bear here today. Matthew, tell me how you started singing. Did you start singing when you were quite young? Um, you know, it's so funny. When I was younger, uh, my mum used to take me to church. And I used to hate having been forced to sing every weekend, every Sunday. Uh-huh. And um, then like when I was in school and I got into being in a band, or I wanted to be in a band, Everyone just wanted to play guitar, and we literally drew straws, and I drew the short straw, and I had to be the singer. I'd never sang before that, <laughs> and uh, I really wasn't great. But over time, I, I just I suppose I learned to love writing songs and expressing myself. And then the more I got on, I thought, well, it's going to be much better if I'm a better singer. But I, I, I wouldn't have even said I was a singer until this album. Like last album, I didn't feel like I could. I was a singer. I was like, I'm just a songwriter. I used to say it all the time, but. In between the two records, I really went away and worked on it and thought uh-huh. I want to be better. And uh, uh, yeah, I've been looking after my voice. But yeah, so I suppose I started singing when I was like, I don't know, 12 or something. Did you say before your dad was a singer? Did I hear he you mention? Guitar. Played guitar. Yeah. And my mum was like pretty musical, played piano and sang. And, uh, so I always had music in the house. Uh-huh. I, it's funny because I, I loved music, but I didn't really want. I didn't always want to do it, uh-huh. and then I did. I, but I only wanted to like write songs, which is kind of I suppose what I do now. And uh, and then at some point in my life, I just became absolutely fascinated with songs and how they were made. And yeah, that was me. And what did you do before? Did you do another jobs before you did songwriting and singing? No, no I've always done it. Yeah, just, <laughs> I just took the plunge as soon as I left uh, university. And what did you do at university? I studied music. Oh, did you yeah, study music? Yeah, uh-huh. So, uh-huh. I studied commercial music uh-huh. at the University of West Scotland, and, which was great. Learned a lot about the business. And yeah, a lot of people study there, don't they? Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of young people, and um, I know a couple of people doing masters. As I said, Andrew Newell, who I played earlier, is doing a masters in music, and Rebecca O'Rourke and Matthew Gibb. Do you know Matthew? Matthew, I, I, Gibb. I know Matthew Gibb. Yeah, yeah, they're all doing masters just now. Nice. Yeah, the three of them. So, yeah, I saw a wee showcase of some of them, um, Andrew and Rebecca, and a few others in that place, just near them. Near St Luke's, you know the wee venue that's on the main road. I forgot what it's called now. Just you know where St Luke's is to the right, but if you go along London Road, it's this is other. It bad is that what it is? Is it bad? Barras Art and Design or is that what it is? Aye, something like that. It's just before the Barras. Yeah, I think uh-huh. it's bad. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I was in there. Um, there was a show, a showcase from some of the the people. I wouldn't say kids because I know some of them are older. They're doing the, the masters and the. Hey, that was the end of last year, I think. Yeah. Forgotten the name of that venue, yeah. So yeah, it's interesting um, the, the variety of people that do the the, the 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 degree because I know Matthew from years back and, and Rebecca. I was asking you earlier if you knew Rebecca. Rebecca was one of my mum's carers when she was at home, and that was her part time job when she was studying. Of course, during COVID, she couldn't. She teaches music as well. And she couldn't do that because of COVID. So she took up the job as a carer. So she was one of my mum's carers. So that's how I got to know Rebecca, and she did a gig with. Um, with Jamie Campbell, Dignity Row, a few months ago in the Glad Cafe, which unfortunately missed. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, yeah, all these people do these these degrees and go all the different ways and different types of music. What's your What's your type of music that you like apart from your own? Well, you, you've told me some of the artists. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's such a mix. Like I, I really grew up in a, a house where like. Classic, well, it wouldn't be classic rock at the time, but like classic rock and 
was a, a really big thing. Like, uh, I love soul, I love Motown. I was uh-huh. so daft uh-huh. when I was wee. I love a bit of pop, but I just like, I, I think, I suppose for me, my thing is song, so it's not so much about the genre as much as like, is what, it a good song? song? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter the genre to me if it's a good song, it's a good song. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, like me, I like a mix of stuff. Yeah. People ask me what kind of songs I play in my show, and I say it's just a mix, it's just what I like, you know, yeah. and what people send me as well. and you know, CDs and, and, and downloads and everything. I just play a mix of stuff. And hopefully I'm going to play a mix when, when this thinking computer's working. But anyway, we'll play, we'll play your other one for the moment. We'll play... This is from What Is Home. Now, it was out a few years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, What Is Home, it, how did you pick that title? I think I, I was really just trying to figure out my place in the world and it was my first record, so you've got, like, your whole life up until that point to think about and write about and I, I was really I suppose try, trying to figure out wh- where I was as a person and what what home meant to me you know like I, I grew up in Ayrshire but I, I'm away a lot I travel a lot yeah I, I have like mixed heritage so like I have like part of my family Scottish part of African and yeah I was I guess I was trying to figure out what what all, that all meant if it even meant or mattered or anything to me I, and that's the thing about when you're young and you're growing up and your first album is like you're literally talking about every experience you've ever had yeah, and it's yeah. a big amalgamation and, um, and I was I suppose I wanted to really reflect on w- what what it was that anchored me in life like what that place of like being or like safe feeling was for me because there'd been a lot of like trauma and a lot of different things happen and relationships break down and mm-hmm. um, yeah it just felt like the right the right title and and then you're writing about what you know about and and, who, totally. and different things like that and uh, yeah so what is home I mean home to people are different things isn't it as you say it's yeah. different to everybody yeah. what is home or where is home yeah yeah I think for me like when I think about home now I think just I feel such a sense of calm if I'm by the sea I grew up by the seaside so yeah the more I've lived away and lived in cities like when I go back to Ayrshire, if I'm back anywhere. Yeah, do you live in Edinburgh now? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Edinburgh yeah. for the most part now. So, yeah. and obviously there's still the sea there. I can go to Portobello and. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like there's something about being down at like South Beach and down in Southcoats and, and places like that that I just go, oh God, I feel so calm. I yeah. feel like a weight off my shoulders yeah. when I'm there. You know. Yeah. So. I think because Edinburgh's such a buzz, isn't it, and busy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's nice, but it's like. Okay, well, the strangest thing when I was named <laughs> two weeks ago, I was waiting on a bus in Princess Street to to go into Tell where I was staying with my friend, and I met a, I'm talking about carers again. I met a carer from my mother's nursing home in Bothwell, in the middle of Princess Street in Edinburgh, and I was like, she went, "Oh, hello," and I went, "Oh." <laughs> you don't expect people when you see them out of context yeah. and out of uniform, and. <laughs> it was so strange. Just standing in the middle of Princess Street talking about my mother's care. You know? <laughs> She's in the home in Boswell. Oh, it was so funny. It's funny if you meet people out of the sink, you just think, can't think who you are. You know, yeah, you can't place her, can you? <laughs> you can't, I couldn't quite place her. You know, different, look different with them. Um, and she's from, I think she's from Ghana. So it was, it was like, <laughs> what are you doing here, mum? <laughs> so we shall play the one that you have picked, which is only for you. You wash your hands of our love. It's time for me to move on. It's time for me to let go. And you raise your hands to strike me down. 
There's no such thing as payback if it never comes back around. And I'll just keep up singing these songs for you, yeah, only for you. I'll just keep up singing these songs about you and hope they come true. busy talking here. That was um, only for you from Brown Bears What Is Home. Tell us about the Celtic Connections gigs coming up at the weekend. Yeah, so I'm, I'm doing the Roddy Hart's Roman Roots Review, um, which I, I believe he does every year. This year it's the sound of modern Scotland, so it's kind of classic Scottish songs. Uh, I think it's like myself, Hamish Hawk, uh, Justin Curry, Rod Jones from Idlewild. Oh, that's a good uh, on on the Sunday night, Simon Neil from Biff Clyro's doing it, so it's an incredible lineup. I, I feel a bit like imposter syndrome being with some of those artists. No, but, um, no. It's it's amazing, you know, and and it's with the S- symphony orchestra as well. So it's just an incredible experience, and what, what a way to start the year as well. Like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of had a, a a wild year last year, and I I started this year thinking, I'm not really sure where I'm going, and it's nice to start it doing something that's not. What I'd normally do and just yeah. have a different experience and be away from my own world for a wee bit. So yeah, it's yeah, as I was just saying, there, Celtic connections. There's so many p- things on, and so and sometimes the stage is so full of singers, which it will be for 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 um, the the gig next Sunday. And there's such a variety of people play at Celtic connections, isn't there, from all over the world? And I was just saying, I'm going to one in the the piping centre, Norman Patterson, who's from originally from Stornoway, and he's just brought out a CD all about songs about Stornoway. So I have played that. Um, so that'll be interesting, and then um, the Burns Night with Pauline Valance and the Panopticon. Have you ever been to Panopticon? I have, yeah. yeah. I've only been into like uh, 
don't find we did a photo shoot in there and then yeah we just hung about a few times yeah. in it and it's cool it's, it's cool it's cool but it's it's cool it's cold yeah, it's, <laughs> it's cool, very cold probably haunted <laughs> um, yeah I think the last time I was there it was Jamie McGeekin that was playing oh Wildfire yeah. Yeah, Incredible. yeah. He was. Oh, that was a while ago because he's been out in America now for a few years. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was there. I can't remember who he was on with, but it was really cold, and they had wee heaters. Heaters on to keep the place warm. <laughs> it's always really strange. <laughs> so we're going to try again to play some off the system because it's playing up to date. I don't mind saying that. Play. Let's try this one. girl, she don't care for me. My girl, she get up and leave. My girl, swan and bag a limousine, yeah. Tried love, tried flowers, everything. Tried love with a big fat diamond ring. My girl, swan and bag a limousine. I don't have the cash. Don't have the time If she cut me off Who else would I find you? Find a girl who cares about the way you feel Find a girl who cares about the things that you're real Find a girl who loves you for the way you are I don't care She wants a black limousine, yeah My girl, she don't care for me My girl, she get up and leave My girl, swan and bag a limousine, yeah I tried love, I tried flowers, everything Tried love with a big fat diamond ring My girl, swan and bag a limousine I don't have the cash she don't have the time if she cut me off. Who else should I find? You find a girl who cares about the way you feel. Find a girl who cares about the things that you're real. Find a girl who loves you for the way you are. I don't care. She wants a bag of limousine. Don't care. 
Sean Finlay and Adam Smith's new song Black Limo. Sean Finlay has, does a lot of open mics in Glasgow and he's got a few gigs coming up and I heard him playing at the King Tut's recently in the open mic where he let my grandson Craig play. So I'm going to play one now, uh, Loch Lomond by Dave Arcari and this is Loch Lomond Home. This is his version. Oh, it's his own song. It's changed the words a bit and uh, Matthew likes this one too. <laughs> version of Loch Lomond, well he's kind of changed it a wee bit um, I hope you can all hear um, Brown Bear, I'm turning up the mic a bit now again, it, it is as up high as I can put it so um, <coughs> just saying have you got any more gigs coming along? Um, no I, I don't have anything planned this year so uh, that's, that's definitely this one yeah. so yeah I don't, I don't have anything uh, planned which is kind of probably the first time in a long, long time where I don't 
have a set run of shows and discussion uh-huh. and uh, I'm kind of alright with it. I've had yeah. I've had a busy yeah, he's a busy time. Busy few years and um, and then then you were at the Barras, weren't you? At the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, so that was I know. I need to go to the Barras. I've never been. <laughs> oh, well, we we're, were trying to pitch that we should. You're do trying the to pitch, yeah. yeah. Who were you? Who were you on with then at the end of the year? Uh, we we supported Callum Beatty at the end of last. Oh, that's year. right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, hopefully we get to do it ourselves. And um, but yeah, I'd, I'm 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 kind of okay with not having a schedule for. I I I'm a bit lost, like because I'm so used to working in music but I, yeah. I suppose I'm just at the same time as a writer and have known that like we've had two albums now you've got to live to be able to write so yeah. I guess I just have to go and live my life a bit and see what comes out of it yeah so we're going to this, this machine is jumping about today and uh, yeah so, <laughs> so yeah I was showing Matthew um the club, the 27 Club CD from my friend Jack Lookman, and he's picked a song from that, and it's Lithium. Do I fit these shoes? Is my earring loose? Are my nails too long for me to sing my song? Is my hair okay? Just playing game Cause I've been feeling kind of insane And I know, yeah I know That I, I, I feel like I'm chasing I'm chasing the crowd
That was Kitty with um, Chasing the Crowd. Now, we both know Kitty, don't we, Matthew? Yeah. Have you known her for a long time as well? Yeah, I have, and I've been really, really lucky um, that um, Kitty's been working on an album, and um, I got to write with her for oh, one of good, the songs. Oh, good, good. Yeah, she's just uh, such an exceptional talent. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, I, re- I really feel that... Um, when the album comes, that'll be her year, you know, I think, yeah. for a, that's been kind of bubbling for a while, yeah. this kind yeah. of talk of how great she is, and I yeah. think when that record gets delivered, people will really resonate with it, and we'll see the kind of rise of Kitty, that's my hope for her. Yeah, oh, she, she was on here for a live gig, before, well before Covid, I was saying to you earlier, I interviewed her before at an event, I forgot to turn my recorder on, then I got her in here to, to sing, yeah, she's very, she's still so Amy Winehouse-ish, Kind yeah, of. I guess it's the soulfulness, isn't it? It's yeah. That whenever we hear that that voice and that soul, but with the kind of pop sensibility, it, it yeah. makes us think of people like different. Amy yeah. And yeah. Everybody's their own really. person, aren't they? Everybody compares people to to other singers, don't they? But everybody's their own person, like you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, and and when you start out, people are trying to figure out what it is that you might resonate to and I guess it's a good way of putting you to audiences and that but I guess the, the sweet spot is when you're like actually we just sound like us and yeah everybody's their own person their own yeah yeah but I think we do tend to say oh they sound like so and so and they sound like but um, everybody sings with their own their own um, way of singing right we're going to play one from Jack Whitman's CD 27 Club we're going to play it Lithium keep testing at the wall from which
Jack Lookman from 27 Club uh, Lithium and every singer on this is related or has something to do with somebody who died age 27. That was written by Kurt Cobain who died age 27 um, in America and all the artists who died age 27 was from different illnesses. It wasn't necessarily suicide or drugs or alcohol. Some were in car crashes and, and it's strange how there are so many on that list of the 27 Club. Of course Amy Winehouse is amongst them as well and they're, they're, there's probably about 40 or 50 people on that list a lot, a lot of people sadly. yeah and it's a strange age that you know that 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 occurs anyway um are you anything else to tell us about anything else <laughs> i don't know i mean i could tell you about all sorts of things but uh, I, I think uh just i suppose more than anything it's like saying thanks for last year for for people you know that we really had a a, a great year in terms of our shows and yeah the record um and that all was down to like the support of people yeah. getting behind us. But we, we do it ourselves. It's not. There's no team. Yeah, and I was at the Harbour Arts Centre. When, when was that? Was it? That was in May. Was it? Was it, yeah, May? it was May? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually May the sixth, and I know that because it was my partner's birthday, and it was quite a contention that I'd taken a show on that day. Oh, I think I remember you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, I remember getting booed at that show as well because I said that I moved to Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, and the stupid questions that some of the audience threw at you, <laughs> which was a bit. Do you know what I love doing that tour though? Like, I toured that. When I wasn't with the band the rest of the year, I toured myself and I did that Q&A thing where uh-huh. basically what I was doing at shows was doing the songs and then just saying, just shout out any questions you like. And it was actually really lovely to get to know folk and then I yeah. guess um, every, it makes every night different. If it was if I was having someone on asking me those questions, it'd be the same questions every night, a bit boring. And then... Um, for me, it was great because when the audience do it, they ask what they want. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, and you don't know what kind of question you're going to get asked, which you did yeah, get asked. If I remember some really some stupid question. Absolutely, I, I, I think I can't think off the top of my head, but I, I got asked some wild questions, uh-huh. even down to like non-wild questions. But just why did people want to know? I think someone asked me what kind of activities I was into when I was young, and I thought <laughs> that's the kind of point in this is to ask about the music, not, <laughs> not, not really weird yeah, things like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but, but do you know what? What was lovely is it made every night different because yeah. every night was a different audience and they had different questions or like you know so, and we were having really lovely things happen like 
plane in Sky and people had travelled from England just <laughs> so they could meet me and uh-huh. talk to me and, uh, and and that's the thing we haven't toured outside of Scotland in a while uh, any, any band will tell you like the cost of touring now is just yeah, so unaffordable yeah, yeah especially when you're doing it all yourself yeah. as well and, and, <coughs> and we, we set a rule that everyone in our setup has to be paid essentially like the the living wage for what our business is and uh-huh. uh, we were just so strict with it because after coming out of lockdown like Musicians were the last people supported in a way, and, and yeah, we, yeah. And, and then to be honest, that's not that's not even a a condition of lockdown or anything like that. That's a condition of the way our business works. That artists aren't valued, so we set up a system where everyone's valued for their time and they get paid for their work, which means the costs are higher. But yeah, that's why we do less. But it's worth it because we know that everyone can. It's, pay it's fair and, to and everybody, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's how it should be. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, that means we tour less. But what's been really lovely from that is when we, I mean, when we played Edinburgh, we played Glasgow. Folk were flying in from like Italy, Germany, oh, America. Uh, b- people flew in from all over the world to see us play because they thought, well, he's only going to do a few shows this year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I kind of like that. It feels like a nice special event. And then there's all these people from across the world who are just into that music, which is like, to me, wild because I'm like, I'm just a wee guy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool, right? So. Yeah. But it's when you read about these <coughs> venues that want people to play for free, you yeah. know, that, I think that's shocking, or, you know. Or venues that charge you a £1,000 to play in them but call themselves a premier venue, you know. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. These people yeah. are crooks and they're not, they're not actually helping our business thrive. Yeah. We have gigs in here, you know that, and, and oh, in know. the venue downstairs, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, um, I don't know what, who's on this year, but yeah, we've had a few people. We had um, Jamie Campbell and Dignity Row oh, played nice. before yeah. and with Bra and... Uh, Effergeist yeah. that was the last one then there was a, an electronic night with all the, some of our um, techie team who do electronic music and DJing so that I didn't go to that one mind. it wasn't quite my cup of tea but yeah well, I don't know that, we're starting up again this year usually yeah. once a month we're start, trying to get them once a month anyway there's a variety of music oh well, Jamie Campbell Jukebox Jambo, that's what I call him. <laughs> get, get him on the keys, he can play any tune you want. I know, he's, he's good. Yeah, he does a variety of stuff as well, doesn't he? <laughs> and a variety of... And there's a new guy joined his band, Steve Lavery. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully I'll see him again soon. So, well, um, after me today is playing you, playing, telling your story with joy today. I'm not sure what the subject is, but it's always an interesting subject and the songs to tie in with the subject. Um, following that, it will be Alan Stevenson with the Golden Oldies show and later on Frank Murphy, who plays a lot of American songs. And later on tonight, of course, it is Ali Braidwood with Scots Hay. He was on an interesting podcast recently with Heather Sutty, so it's interesting hearing about Do you know Ali? Isn't that? I actually bumped into Ali yesterday in Glasgow. For oh, yeah. I was talking to him at the last gig, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, he did an interesting podcast. And it was interesting to find out that he used to be a chef. I didn't know that. No, and then he went into uh, into writing and journalism and stuff like that. He's and he's psych- a great, yeah, a great, great person. A great yeah, he did. I think he said he was a degree in psych- was it psychology, and then he does his. I think he lectures still at uni, and does his couple of shows. <coughs> Excuse me. So you've picked one by Mark Sharp and the cycle and the bicycle thieves and this is Moonshine. We'll play that next. We keep testing at the water from which we're trending.
You're fine. 